The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hey, SSL fam, thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this movement. Super excited to be back. We took last week off from our five-week Dare to Pursue series. Again, like I said, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Give yourself a pat on the back for intentionally choosing to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. Like if it's not doing that, Either I'm doing something wrong or you're doing something wrong. And we got to figure out who is doing something wrong here, okay? (laughs) But if you're new here, welcome. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you're listening on. You'll get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and current topics related to the modern day servant leader and the modern day pioneer every single week. As always, I want to say happy new week, happy Monday. I pray that your last week was off the chain. And if it wasn't, let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. Today's BT is from Galatians 5, 22 through 23. And it says, I extend love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This week, I implore you to stand firmly on that. Do you believe? Do you believe that these are the things that are your portion? Do you believe that you exert love, that you exert joy, that you exert peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Do you believe that these are the things that God has said, my daughter, my son, this is your portion? Do you believe that? I need you to believe it. If you don't, say it out of your own mouth. I believe it. I need you to believe that you have the power and the authority through Christ to mentally and physically align yourself with God's truth regularly and consistently and not just on occasion. It is not, it's always useful to you, but it's not as useful to you. It's not as powerful when you do it on occasion. Okay. It is powerful. It is a weapon of warfare when you do it regularly and consistently. As you guys know, our daily biblical truths are brought to us by Sisters in Pursuit, our free networking community, and the clarion call to servant leaders and pioneers worldwide to emerge and be the pioneers that God has called us all to be. Before we hop in, let me go ahead and spill our tea for this week. It is actually very, very simple. If you haven't already, make sure that you're inside of Sisters in Pursuit. I'm telling you, we have some amazing things about to launch next week, about to happen next week, and you want to make sure that you do not miss out. Click that link in the show notes. 
join Sisters in Pursuit. It is free. And I want to make sure that you are a part of everything that is going on. As you can see, the title of today's episode is When You Know Better, You Do Better. And the reason that we just went through a five-week-long process, a five-week-long series on daring to pursue is because at this point, you know better. And so now you have no choice but to do better and to truly be able to do better and to make sure that you actually do what you say you're going to do to actually hold yourself accountable. You need to be connected to community. Stop isolating yourself. God has never, ever, ever, ever called us to isolation. He has however, called us to incubation. And in incubation, you have people around you that can help you, that can help serve you, that can help lift you up and encourage you. Just think about a baby in an incubator when he or she is born too early. They have nurses, they have doctors that come over and check on them all the time. They have the little hole in which their parents can reach through and touch them and just give them some warmth and some love. This is the same thing, the same idea that God has for you as well. So make sure that you are a part of a community that gets it and has the same understanding and idea of your unique pursuit, whether it be a pursuit pursuit of just being a servant leader within your home or a pursuit of being the next thing that God has called you to be to reach the masses in whatever way he's called you to reach them. You need community and Sisters in Pursuit is here for you, okay? And last but certainly not least, we have our weekly prayer call every single Wednesday. Now, the only thing that is different about our weekly prayer call is that we're moving it up 30 minutes. So our old time, our old time was 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Our new time going forward, because God has your girl doing some things as well. So our new time going forward will be 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Again, our new time for our weekly prayer call is 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are a part of the tribe, which if you're in, if you're inside of Sisters in Pursuit, you are definitely a part of the tribe. But if you're not inside of Sisters in Pursuit, you may be on the email list and just haven't joined the community yet. Make sure that you go ahead and join the community. But if you're not on either the tribe or inside of Sisters in Pursuit, you are missing out because that is where you get all of the updates. That's where you get everything that's going on in the community. So you need to be a part of one. And I send out an email at least once a month, just reminding everybody about our weekly prayer call. But every single week you get a reminder inside of Sisters in Pursuit. So it's kind of like you really just need to be connected to the community outside of the podcast. I implore you, I implore you, I implore you to click one, if not both of those links in the show notes so that you can make it onto our weekly power prayer call. I mean, every single week for the past two years, I think I have been doing this. I'm gonna have to really check out and see when was my very first recording. But yeah, consistently every single week, that prayer call has just gotten better and better, stronger and stronger and more and more powerful. So I implore you to become a part of it. Now on to 
our episode, When You Know Better, You Do Better. I'm going to take us back just a little bit. And before I do, I want to read James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. But prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. But he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, and he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. Now, I could sit here all day and tell you the blessings that have happened in my life from my obedience, where I was not just a hearer of the word, but I was actually a doer. I matched my faith with my works so that my faith would not become dead. I actually acted upon what God told me to do. I actually acted upon the desires that he put on the inside of me, the visions and the dreams that he put on the inside of me. I can talk to you about that all day, every day. But like I said, I want to go back just a moment. I'm going to go back to when I took my licensing exam for the first time. Before I took that exam, I shared with you guys that I had a vision. God gave me a vision showing me exactly the number that I was, if you know anything about taking licensing exams, you guys know that they give you a number. You'll sit at a certain spot uh, with the computer and all this good stuff. God showed all of that to me. He didn't show me no answers and nothing like that. There was no cheating involved, but he showed me, this is the number that you will be sitting at. This is the desk. This is the computer you will be sitting at. He showed me, he was trying to show me like, I am here with you. I am here with you. Believe in me. I am here with you. Among that, that's the one thing I really want to share with you guys, but there were other things as well. And the entire time as I was preparing to take this exam, I was doing my declarations, daily declarations. I was declaring and decreeing, you know, my name with the letters at the end of my name and all of that good stuff. And one thing God specifically said to me that... I knew I was not supposed to do, and I actually did the day of the exam. He has been talking to me for a very long time about doubt and double-mindedness. Now, James chapter one, verse eight says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. According to Merriam-Webster, double-minded means to have wavering in the mind, to be undecided, to be marked by hypocrisy, and to be insincere. Now, I really want to talk about this because our topic today is when you know better, you do better. And when you know better, when you have the knowledge, no longer shall you perish for a lack of knowledge. 
At this point, once you have the knowledge, you will perish for your own choices to not abide by the knowledge that God has given you. You will perish for your choice to be disobedient. You will perish for your choices, okay? If you are to perish or you have everlasting life, right? And so when we talk about this word double-minded, God specifically talked to me and he said, you will not be double-minded. And specifically concerning the exam, he told me you will not change any answers, And so as I went through the exam, obviously there's no way for me to know for sure. And my friend told me this, you know, to really help my feelings at the time, to really help me get through it. She's like, you don't know for sure um, if that was the particular reason that you didn't pass because you did change the answers. But in that moment, I knew I did not pass because I went back and changed the answers. God set that whole thing up for me. And because of my disobedience and listening to my flesh and allowing myself to be double-minded in the answers that I had already chosen, that is why I did not pass. And I'm letting it out into the atmosphere now because I'm letting double-minded know double-mindedness know where it can go. I'm letting the enemy and his tricks and his plans and his schemes know exactly where it can go. Back to the pits of hell. I'm letting him know that when I take this exam again, I will be obedient to the Lord this time. When I take this exam again, I will not allow my fear. I will not allow my imposter syndrome. I will not allow the spirit of paralysis. I will not allow my fleshly doubt, my fleshly double-mindedness to get in the way of what the spirit has shown me and told me and what I know about myself here in the natural. Like I know the information period, point blank. And so if you haven't heard that episode yet, make sure that you go back and check out that episode. I believe it was titled The Event of Failure. It was definitely titled The Event of Failure. So make sure that you go back and check that out so that you can get the full scope of what I'm talking about here today. But I wanted to come back and follow up after posting that episode and then going straight into our Dare to Pursue series, the process that we had to go through. If you're a part of the tribe, if you're a part of the inner, um, not the inner circle, but Sisters in Pursuit, then I explained to you guys the importance of the process. Um, episode one of our Dare, to Pursue, our Dare to Pursue series was see what already exists. Then we went into doing your part to bring it forth. Then we went into moving in obedience and then don't underestimate your own strength. And then last but certainly not least, activating your blessings. And there is a reason for all of that. There is a reason for the process. There is a reason. And I'm giving you guys my testimony, even though I haven't taken the exam again and I haven't passed yet in the name of Jesus because I haven't taken the exam again. And I know that when I take it again, I will be passing, period. (laughs) I'm sharing this with you because I need you to know what happens when you know better and you don't do better. I believe that that is a perfect example, me not passing that exam, because I knew better. I knew better. God had been preparing me for weeks, if not months. He had been preparing me mentally. He had been saying to me consistently every single day for at least a month, you will not change answers on that exam. Because if you are, or if you have ever studied for a licensing exam, or if you've ever 
done anything in this capacity, then you know that people usually go in forums. If you, you know, you went to school for this thing, you are in love with this um, topic that you went to school with to learn about and that you want to be licensed in. And so you're going to join forums on Facebook. You're going to be in different communities and things like that. And so I was in these communities or I am still a part of a lot of these communities and you have people that get in and they pass and then you have people that don't pass and you start to put that negativity into your head or people will give tips, right? A lot of people gave tips, go back, make sure that you flag questions, this and that. And you can do this and that. I don't know how much I can actually share without making sure I don't get in trouble, but I'm not going to share everything about the exam. But that is something that God spoke to me about. Every time I would read it, I would feel something in my spirit. You won't be doing that. Every time I would think about, okay, this is my strategy for the exam. I will flag questions. I will go back. I'll do this. It would be like, you won't be doing that. So I completely took that off the table. I went in knowing I would not be changing any answers. And I hope you guys understand that this is something very minute, right? The fact that I didn't pass this exam, the fact that I'm sharing with you that I wasn't um, obedient to what God told me to do because take this situation and put it to something else that may completely be destroying your destiny because you aren't obedient in that one area because you aren't obedient with something that you think is so minute, Because even when I went to go change those answers, I'm like, well, God already told me it's mine. So even if I change the answers, I'm good. And it just doesn't work like that. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I could have did all the fasting in the world, but since I was not obedient, what my my result wasn't going to be the result that I wanted it to be. And that's just it. We don't get to have the opportunity to tell God how we want things to go. We don't get the opportunity to doubt him and think that he's just going to be like, okay, I'm going to reward her doubtfulness. I'm going to reward her double-mindedness. I'm going to reward her fear. I'm going to reward her spirit of paralysis. I'm going to reward this thing that I haven't even given her. You guys know that first Timothy chapter, Uh, Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven says, for God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind, a sound mind. He has given us a spirit of a sound mind, not double mindedness, not the spirit of fear, not the spirit of imposter syndrome. He has not given us these things. And so when we know better and we don't do better, you have to understand that the results will match the same energy that you're giving God. Your results will match the same energy that you are giving God. And so I just implore you guys that now that you know better, you've been listening to this podcast every single week, and maybe you're just now joining us, go back and listen to this podcast. So that you can know better. It is a complete slap in the face to God to know better and not do better. And so, like I said, I repented for not doing better in that exam. And I know what I'm going to do going forward. But also, I'm applying that to my business. I'm applying that to my life as a mother and a wife and a homemaker. I'm applying that to every single area. And I want you to do the same. 
One last thing before we wrap up today, I want to go back to this definition of double-minded. It says wavering in the mind, undecided. When you know better and you don't do better, you are wavering in the mind. You are undecided. The next part says double-mindedness is marked by hypocrisy. It is insincere. When you know better and you don't do better, you are being a hypocrite. If you're sharing things with people, or even if you are silently maybe judging somebody because you know that they're supposed to be doing something or they shouldn't be doing something, or maybe you just don't even talk about it, that on one hand is hypocrisy. And on the other hand, that is insincerity towards God. If he's giving you the resources and the knowledge to help you understand that you now know better, you now have the knowledge and you choose not to do better. You are being insincere towards God. You're not being genuine. You're not being who he called you to be. You're not actually trying your best to be better. Even though, because sometimes we can know better, we can have the knowledge, and sometimes we still have things we have to wrestle with, we have to get through, we have to break generational curses, we have to break strongholds and bondages off of ourselves. Like it's still a process, it's still work that needs to be done. But if you don't even try, you just ignore it, you are showing insincerity towards God. And so just think about how that might make you feel. If your child or your loved one that you just wanted so many great things for, you wanted them to be all of these things that you just know that they can be these things and they can do these things and they can just live this amazing life, but they're just choosing to be insincere towards you. They're not being truthful with you. They're not being genuine with you. They're choosing not to, to heed your word or heed your advice. How would that make you feel? And so that is what I want to leave you with today. When you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do better. If you are looking for a community to truly help you in your pursuit of God, um, in your pursuit of wholeness, in your pursuit of going after the dreams and the visions that he's given you, in your pursuit of you know, just stopping the stagnation and stopping the imposter syndrome, make sure that you click the link in the show notes and join Sisters in Pursuit. Also, join the tribe so that you can make sure that you keep up with everything going on inside of the Successful Servant Leader community. Last but certainly not least, if you have it, if you have some time, make sure that you rate the show. Let people know that you like what you're listening to. And I will see you guys back here next week for another episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast.